you are listening to Let's Talk Security podcast where we interview cybersecurity startup founders and enterprise CEOs cover the latest in security threats and best practices I am Arvind a founder of Newfang and Skizzy Today's episode we are going to be talking about ransom as a service the vulnerabilities that were discovered by team anonymous in google chrome and the steps that chrome has taken to fix it and what that means for how we are patching software and finally is the dns cache poisoning attack back after 12 years blackberry and research intelligence team report on cyber espionage campaign targeting victims around the globe the campaign dubbed the costa ricto by blackberry appears to be operated by hackers for hire They are a group of APT mercenaries who possess uh, bespoke malware tooling and complex VPN proxy and SSH tunneling capabilities. Uh, tactics, techniques and uh, procedures also called as TTPs often resemble uh, highly sophisticated state-sponsored campaigns, but the profile and geography of the victims are far too diverse to be aligned with any single bad actor's interests. There are now some key findings from the report that I'm going to quickly uh, list. Costa Rica's targets are scattered across different countries in Europe, Americas, Asia, Australia and Africa. But the biggest concentration appears to be in uh, South Asia, especially India, Bangladesh and Singapore. Uh, suggesting that the threat actor could either be based in that region uh, but working on a wide range of commissions from diverse clients. The command and control uh, servers are managed via Tor and or through a layer of proxies. a complex network of ssh tunnels are also established in the victims environment these practices reveal that uh, they have better than average operation security the backdoor used as a foothold is a new strain of never before seen malware a custom built tool uh, which is just a project name well structured code and a detailed versioning system the earliest timestamps are from october of 2019 and uh, based on the version numbers the project appears to be in the debug testing phase it's not clear as of now if it's something that the threat actors could develop uh, in house or obtained for exclusive use as part of uh, beta testing from another entity the timestamps of payload stages go back to 2017 which might suggest that the operation itself has been going on for a while Uh, but used to deliver a different payload it's not impossible though that the stages are simply being reused without a recompilation you know that is by changing the c2 urls via binary editing some of the domain names hard coded in the backdoor binaries seem to spoof legitimate domains for example the malicious domain sbibd.net spoofing a legitimate domain of uh, the state bank of india bangladesh that is sbibd.com However, victims affected by these backdoors are unrelated, suggesting reuse of existing infrastructure which served another purpose. One of the IP addresses which the backdoor domains were registered to overlaps with an earlier phishing uh, campaign attributed to APT28. However, uh, BlackBerry researchers believe that a direct link between Costa Ricto and APT28 is highly unlikely. It might be coincidental. or the earlier phishing campaigns have been outsourced to the mercenary on behalf of the actual threat actor the link to the complete blog on blackberry's website will be included in the podcast notes 
there's a short update on uh, drupal uh, which has recently released security updates to address uh, vulnerabilities in drupal uh, 7 8.8 and 8.9 9.0 an attacker could exploit this vulnerability to take control of an affected system the cyber security and infrastructure security agency cisa encourages users and administrators to review drupal advisory sa core uh, 2020013 and apply the necessary updates moving on to the next part on chrome two new zero day vulnerabilities are revealed in chrome uh, in the last two weeks uh, three zero day vulnerabilities were patched on 11th chrome announced the stable channel update for windows mac and linux with fixes rolled out under security fixes and rewards uh, in their announcement of this stable update they noted with their standard uh, boilerplate that details would be kept restricted until the majority of users would no longer be affected Both of these new in the wild uh, zero days were discovered and reported by anonymous the first on 7th and the second on the 9th so what was the flaw the first flaw was kind of an inappropriate implementation in v8 and the other flaw was a user after free flaw in the site isolation component which we depend on to prevent cross site exploitability it was a overall quick turnaround between detection of the vulnerability and a patch update to fix it We are now seeing interesting tactics used by uh, ransomware attackers. The ransomware extortion from uh, Ragnar Locker on the Italian distiller Campari is taking a shame your victim approach. They obtained 2 terabytes of sensitive data on November 3rd and demanded 50 million uh, USD. They then hacked into a Facebook user Chris Hodson. Uh, they took out a Facebook ad to share and pressure the ransomware victim into paying. Even if Campari didn't want to retrieve the decryption keys for the data they wouldn't want it known that 2 terabytes of potentially sensitive data is on the loose Facebook uh, quickly detected uh, the fraudulent activity and stopped the ad uh, soon after so now we have double the coercion for victims of ransomware attacks uh, demanding payment for not just the decryption keys but also to avoid releasing the victims uh, sensitive data and a bad PR outcome Now moving on to the last and the, the most interesting part of the show uh, is DNS cache poisoning back after 12 years. This vulnerability was first found and fixed in 2008 which essentially allowed attackers to redirect users traffic originally destined for a specific domain to the attacker's servers. We will talk about how this was resolved in a bit. So Now a team of researchers from University of California at Riverside and uh, Tsinghua University in Beijing presented the paper at the ACM conference on uh, computer and communication security that's uh, CCS 20 which was held last week and it won the distinguished paper award the paper was titled uh, DNS cache poisoning attack reloaded revolutions with site channels their paper explains their accomplishment with uh, this introduction they wrote In this paper we report a series of flaws in the software stack that leads to a strong revival of the DNS cache poisoning they said a classic attack which is mitigated in practice with the simple and effective randomization based defenses such as randomized source port to successfully poison a DNS cache on a typical server an off path adversary off path meaning an adversary that's not participating in the local network traffic would need to send an impractical number of uh, they say to the power 32 that is to the power 32 spoofed responses 
simultaneously guessing the correct source port which is 16 bits and the correct transaction id also 16 bits surprisingly they discovered weaknesses that allowed an adversary to divide and conquer that space by guessing the source port first followed by the transaction id this leads to only 2 to the power 16 plus another 2 to the power 16 uh, spoofed responses otherwise it would have been uh, 2 to the power 16 times 2 to the power 16 uh, and you know you would much rather have a plus there than a multiplication even worse they demonstrate a number of ways an adversary can extend the attack window which is to say that the time available to make all these guesses uh, which drastically improves the odds of success so to explain this, uh, back in 2008, the port from which the query was made was fixed. The other uh, part of the query was the 16-bit transaction ID. One attacker only had to guess these 16 bits. The solution was to randomize the source port of the DNS queries as well into 16 bits. So now it's uh, 16 plus 16, so 32 bits of entropy, and hence uh, much harder to guess. What the latest vulnerability exposes is that uh, the researchers could figure out a way to ICMP as a site channel feedback to de-randomize and guess the query port. So now the entropy is uh, 16 bits, same as it was in 2008. So to summarize, uh, source port randomization becomes the most important hurdle to overcome in launching a successful DNS cache poisoning attack. In the past, there have been prior attacks that attempt to de-randomize the source port of the DNS requests. As of now, they are all considered nice conceptual attacks, uh, but not very practical. Specifically, one requires an attacker to bombard the source port and overload the socket receive buffer, which is not only slow and impractical, uh, but also unlikely to succeed in time, but can also be achieved only in a local environment with stringent RTT, that is round-trip time uh, re requirements. It is assumed that a resolver sits behind a NAT uh, which allows its external source port to be de-randomized. But such a scenario is not applicable to resolves that own uh, public IPs. So what's the scope of this vulnerability? Uh, the vulnerabilities that were found are both uh, much more serious and generally applicable to a wide range of scenarios and conditions. Specifically, they were able to launch attacks against all layers of caches which are prevalent in the modern DNS infrastructure, uh, which includes uh, application layer DNS caches, uh, for example, in browsers, OS-wide caches, uh, DNS forwarder caches, uh, such as in your home routers, and uh, the most widely targeted DNS uh, resolver caches. And a wide range of DNS software stacks, including the most popular bind, unbound, and DNS mask running on top of Linux and potentially other operating systems. The major condition for a victim being vulnerable is that an OS is allowed to generate outgoing ICMP error messages. Interestingly, these vulnerabilities result from either design flaws in UDP standards or subtle implementation details that lead to side channels based on a global rate limit of ICMP error messages. And uh, this then allows for de-randomization of a source port with uh, greater certainty. Usually there are ICMP rate limits based on IP, but they overcome that with uh, three probing techniques. One is to own uh, multiple IPs or use a machine that supports IPv6, which gives a LAN network uh, 2 to the power 64 IP addresses. Second is asking for multiple IP addresses using uh, DHCP, even if you own only a single IPv4 uh, machine. So from their measurement, they find over 34% of open resolver uh, population on the internet are vulnerable. 
and in particular 85% of the popular dns services including google's uh, 8.8.8 .8 and also elsewhere 1.1.1.1 are both vulnerable uh, further they comprehensively validate uh, the proposed attack with positive results against a variety of server configurations and network conditions that can uh, affect the success of the attack which is in both controlled experiments and with a production dns resolver now most of the services have mitigated this like linux for example has made the rate limiter variable so we cannot rely on a fixed batch of requests to probe the port and it's going to be a devastating deal like it did in 2008 especially now that we are moving to https and uh, to a certificate based system so unless your uh, dns stack is not uh, updated you have most likely nothing to worry about but to check it out the links to the paper will be listed in the podcast notes thanks for listening and see you again on next week's episode of let's talk security